hey, everybody, Cal Banyan on Cal Banyan's hypnosis, etc. cetera. You can get all these videos on calbanyan.com. And gosh, I can't even, I know how many. It's like 560 videos at this point. I can't even keep track. But I've got a special page there with all the videos for you. So just go there, click on the big old red arrow. And they just keep coming. I tell you what, if I would have known I was going to be doing this much work when I started, ah, I probably never would have started because who would have boggled the mind, you know, doing 500 plus podcasts when I had never even done a podcast. Well, enough about me. But today we're going to talk about hypnotists taking care of themselves. There's so much going on. Uh, you know, maybe you're sheltered at home, maybe you're locked down, maybe there's pressures on your business, all kinds of stuff. Maybe, you know, you're starting to do hypnosis sessions online. Yes, I've said it before. You can do hypnosis sessions online and you don't want to let the bug win. And you're saying, well, gosh, what do I got to do? So there's a lot of stress on hypnotists right now. We're talking about taking care of yourself. And fortunately, Guess what? Erica's here and she brought the subject to my attention. I said, that's an awesome topic. We've kind of sort of talked about, you know, taking care of yourself in the past, but it wasn't under these specific conditions that are going on right now. Let me tell you about Erica. We are so much trying to keep these introductions shorter, but there's so much I can brag on uh, Erica about. She is just a wonderful hypnotist. She's board certified hypnotist. She is a hypnotherapist registered in Washington state. She is a trainer. She teaches my course, the NGH approved Banyan hypnosis certification super course. She is now going to become the very first uh, trainer to receive NGH certification for her graduates where guess what? Everybody in class is going to be online. So that's a, that's a world's first. And let's see, I think that's enough for now. I could go on and on and on. Watch the previous podcast. I did. There you go. Hey, Eric, how's it going? Hi, Cal. I'm doing great. And it's just really awesome to be a hypnotist through this time period. Uh, but one thing that I noticed is how much more important it is to really, really take care of yourself so that you can be of service to your clients. Now, before we dive into that topic, let me tell everybody about you because Cal Banyan is the authority on hypnosis that works, the hypnosis that you're going to use with your clients every single day. Um, he's a trainer of some of the best in the world. He's an author. He's a speaker. He's the author of one of my favorite books, The Secret Language of Feelings. And working with him has just uh, made such a profound impact on my life. Once I was five path trained, that's when I was able to get amazing results from my clients. That's when I was able to go full time. And I'm just really grateful to be a five pather. And you know, Cal, the interesting thing about Cal is he's won nearly every single award from the National Guild of Hypnotists, which is the oldest and largest hypnosis professional organization in the world. And you know, ever since COVID-19 came about, Cal really stepped up as a leader and has provided um, the profession with two new standard documents that the NGH has adopted. One for um, how to work with clients online, and those are for the hypnotists, and a second one for how the requirements for teaching certification courses online. So, hey, Cal, I love bragging about you, and you know, you're really stepping up to help the profession continue to offer excellent service to our students and to our clients. So, congratulations. Thank you. I'm honored to be a part of it. And uh, like I'm doing uh, actual certifications right now for hypnotists to be able to do hypnosis sessions online in a professional, ethical, safe, and efficacious kind of way. And what's so fun is in the beginning, it was just five pathers that could do that. 
And now I've opened it up to hypnotists all around the world. And it's so cool to be able to see face-to-face -face some of the program's fans. I Just for fun, I start off the class the same way. Hello, everybody, Gal Benny. And then everybody just roars, right? And I say, it's I know, no, it's not a podcast. I just like starting off that way. And uh, so it's been a lot, a lot of fun. And, hey, by the way, if you folks want to get that certification, uh, just go to calbanion.com, get the contact information, contact us. Uh, we are scheduling those like all the time right now. They're limited to 20 per, but I mean, it's like last class, 20, class before that, 20, class before that, 20. And so uh, get in your, your name in as soon as you can, we can get you on the list. And then it's just a one day course and then you'll be able to do hypnosis sessions online confidently and competently. All right, back to Erica. Tell us more about this topic. All right, very good. So the reason that I wanted to revisit this topic is because as hypnotists, one of the best way for us to get great results for our clients is to be first, in, first taking care of ourselves so that when we show up to a session, we are calm, we are focused, we can be fully present with our clients. Now that's going to be hard to do if you're worried about, you know, a sick loved one, if you're worried about finances, if you're worried about, you know, uh, somebody else in your life. And so it's really, I just wanted to take this time to really remind hypnotists how important it is to care for yourself. And let's offer them some tips like what Cal, what you were doing and what I'm doing. Um, so the first thing that I wanna mention is that during a crisis like this, and it doesn't have to be this uh, level of a crisis, which I think for a lot of us, you know, my opinion, this is the, the biggest crisis I've ever been alive for with COVID-19, but it could be many crises too. I mean, you might have something personal in your life that's um, challenging for you. And so the first thing I wanna mention is that during a crisis like this, it's more important than ever to do self-care. And what's common instead is people will say, well, I'm too busy to work out. I'm too busy to do my self-hypnosis. I'm too busy to go sit in the sun or do my self-care because of the crisis. And yet it is the most important time to continue to do it. Right, Cal? Yeah, I got some friends that are so jealous because I have a home gym, right? And uh, so it was funny. A few months ago, uh, uh, one of my club brothers, he who has always been an inspiration to me, he's the one that got me working out like in a gym with weights and resistance training. And he's always going, you know, nobody ever gets people buy stuff and they don't ever use their home gyms, but I do. And so he texted me the other day, I'm so jealous that you got a home gym because he, the gyms are all closed down, right? You know, what can you, you can, there's stuff you can still do, but maybe it's time. You know, you have that treadmill that you've been using as like a clothing hanger or, you know, the Bowflex or whatever it is, elliptical stair climber, time to dust that thing off, right? Right. Right. And um, I was talking to my trainer because the gym is closed, but I do have um, a really cool indoor exercise bike, which I've been very consistent on. But I was talking to her and I said, I can't, you know, I don't have any weights or anything at home to do that type of a thing. And she said, Erica, grab um, a thing of laundry detergent. And I was like, oh, okay, like um, you could just grab something heavy. So what I've been using is just a gallon of water. Um, for some of my, you know, weight training um, components of my workout. Absolutely. And you can just use your body weight too. I mean, push-ups, calisthenics, stuff like that. It all works. Um, I've, I've, okay, so now Maureen is like one of the most, this is my wife, Maureen. She's one of the most non-physical people 
ever. She is uh, Chinese. She grew up in Singapore. And in her culture, girls don't do physical things. She was banned from riding a bicycle. That was something boys do. So she just doesn't really have that concept of how, you know, to, to, to lift and to do stuff. And uh, for probably about two or three years, she had a trainer that she would work out with the gym that was fun and motivated. But after we moved to Texas, that all went away. So it was fun getting her in the gym and uh, kind of getting her to understand how this stuff works. So uh, that it's fun. So you can, I mean, it can be a quality time too with uh, people you love. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of different types of self-care. What we've been talking about right now is kind of like physical self-care, like working out every day, that type of a thing. Um, but one thing that I, that I think is important to talk about is you might have noticed that there's a lot, because of COVID-19, there's a lot of people showing up online that are doing a lot of things. And then there's a lot of people that um, aren't doing quite as many things. And um, I have a mentorship group with past uh, hypnotist graduates, and a lot of them had been feeling like, oh, you know, I don't feel like doing anything, or I feel, you know, like I'm not doing enough. And I saw this real mix, some people really showing up and doing a lot of things, and then a lot of people not doing anything at all and feeling bad about it. And I just want to tell you that, you know, start to practice some radical self-acceptance, because whatever you you are experiencing, it's okay. Um, we don't want you to feel bad for feeling bad. Um, and, you know, I know, Cal, you've been doing a lot of things. So, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about how people are feeling, hypnotists in particular, maybe other entrepreneurs about this whole crisis and how they're kind of showing up professionally? You know, it's like, I have been crazy, crazy busy. You know, it's, it's like I, I was putting together the the I, running the certification courses for hypnotists to do online sessions. Uh, the NGH wanted then to take that lesson plan and and turn it into their standards for doing it. So that was busy. Then I was also setting up uh, online standards for five path trainers and then and putting that in place. And then the NGH says, hey, we want to use that for our standards too. So then I had to work with Dr. Reverend Scott Giles to get that set up in their format for standards. And then, you know what, we created, I created the, the 25-7, which is doing the, the 25 of pre-study, then seven uh, days of class instead of 10 days in a row. And I can go on and on and on. It's like without, and still seeing clients online. And it's like, I just went into full gear because I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to let this big, this bug win. Don't you let the bug win. You know, you could come out of this time uh, of home, you know, hunkering down flabbier and more out of shape or you could buff up you know you could do that or you could have your hypnosis practice become weaker and weaker or you could make it stronger and stronger and it just it's it's mindset i want you to become your own thought police because how you feel is directly correlated to what you've been thinking you got stinking thinking you're going to feel bad and so you need to practice having good thoughts and recognize, hey, if I'm feeling bad, what am I thinking? Like the secret language of feelings we do, one, two, three. What am I feeling? What's the cause of the, the feeling? That's what I'm thinking. And then how can I respond to it in a satisfying way instead of just eating more potato chips or smoking more cigarettes or something like, I've got a new hobby. I'm gonna tell you, like I'm not busy enough. I got this crazy new hobby. You're all gonna think I'm crazy, okay? So to have this cabinet, and the cabinet 
I lost the key. So I know everything in the world that you need to learn how to do is on YouTube. So I looked up lock picking and I started and I picked that lock with a couple of paper clips. I went, wow, that was cool. I told my friend about it. He thought it was really cool. He's kind of a prepper. He said, oh, that'd be a really good prepper skill. So then as I was busy with all the stuff I'm talking about, I thought, gosh, I need a new hobby on top of that. And so I bought a lock picking set and some, so they have these clear plastic locks where you can see inside how they work and stuff. And so now about a half hour a day, usually like after dinner, I just sit there, I pull out my locks and my lock picking stuff and I start picking locks. So, you know, when you do something completely different like that, it kind of wakes up your brain, you know, gold in, gold out. Too many, I don't mean to be hijacking this, but too many people, it's like news, 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 news. And, you know, people are dying and this is getting bad. And, you know, so-and-so is crazy for recommending this drug or whatever. And you're just like stress, stress, stress. You know, I do, I just go pick a lock. Mm. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I, I think I've seen that advertised, Cal. I was tempted to do it too because it's clear you get to see like what's actually happening. So you learn about how locks actually work too. That's right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So the thing, and one of the morals is, is gold in, gold out. You got to control what you're thinking and what you're thinking has to do with what's, what's going in. You want to have positive podcasts like this is gold in for gold out. When you have golden input in, then your personal output improves. And so just take control of your input, take control of what you're thinking, become proactive instead of reactive and just distracting yourself from the stress that's being caused by news, by you know eating too much or drinking too much or smoking too much or any of the too much behaviors. Right, right. And, and one of the things that I see as a core uh, element causing this problem is, is comparing yourself to others. And we know that comparing, you know, comparing yourself to somebody else, you know, just never, uh, there's never a winning solution there because every person is different. And some hypnotists right now and some people right now are home with young kids and they're trying to homeschool them and they have other issues going on. And so um, please don't compare like your situation or what you're doing in the world with anybody else, compare it to yourself. And um, we don't want you feeling bad for what's going on right now. We want you to remember that you're resilient and smart and all of the things that you can do. And for some people right now, the best thing for them to do is to continue to support their family. We're all in different situations. And so that, that level of comparison just doesn't help. Right, Cal? Beautiful, yeah, do a reality check. I mean, what other people are doing guess what? That might not be appropriate in your situation. And sometimes you just have to sit back and go, oh, you know, do a reality check, have a routine. I don't know if you go into this or not of like self-hypnosis every day, you know, every morning, every night I do my seven path self-hypnosis and, uh, you know, I just bring all that good energy in, let it flow out and uh, really a lot of gratitude in there and recognizing the good qualities within myself and magnifying that. And that's really the way to start the day and the way to end the day. So I use ultimate recognitions of the seven path self-hypnosis system. Excellent. Excellent. And so if you are struggling, one of the things that I had shared with my mentorship group that ended up being really effective was just 
one thing? What's one thing that you can do right now? Because there's a tendency to feel overwhelmed, which, you know, overwhelmed um, is pretty much stress and worried that you can't get it all done or all done well enough. And that directly comes from the secret language of feelings. So make sure to check out that book. It's a perfect time if you haven't read it or listened to it yet to get that book authored by uh, our own Cal Banyan. Um, excellent, excellent book. So, you know, try to do one thing. And so here's what happened to me, Cal, if it's all right, if I share kind of this personal story. I was in Portugal and um, I ended up returning back to the United States pretty quickly because I was sick. And this is right around March 10th, something like that. Um, by the time I got home, I still wasn't really feeling all that well and I didn't do anything. Well, I did feel bad. I, I wanted to do more. Uh, and then I realized that I was feeling bad about feeling bad and to stop it. And so I stopped it and guess what? I felt better. I got, I healed really quickly and then I was able to do what I wanted to do. But I still didn't want to do what I had noticed everybody else doing online. And so this is when I, so my hobby, Cal, now, uh, which is more professional because I'm releasing these recordings, I'm creating music. I'm creating music that goes with hypnosis audio. And so that's kind of the side project that I picked up. But I have to tell you, it's so awesome to be doing this. It feels good. And so honoring that within yourself is really important right now. Excellent, excellent. It just starts, the brain starts working a different way. And, you know, it's uh, like... Classical education always involved the arts and music and that kind of thing. Helps the brain function at its best. I want to say one more thing. I was thinking about it while you were talking is, you know, hypnotists who are true believers are unstoppable. And too many hypnotists out there have never been hypnotized themselves and have never gone to a hypnotist to fix something. I'll tell you what, when you go to a hypnotist and you get something fixed, or you go to the hypnotist to start operating at a higher level because there's nothing that's really bothering you. Now you just want to step it up, right? And you experience that, you become a true believer. Nobody could ever tell you hypnosis doesn't work. And true believers are unstoppable. Become unstoppable. Get some sessions from some really good hypnotist. How's that? I just wanted to share real quick just what I am doing. And then Cal, maybe you can share what you're doing. I know you talked about it a little bit, but here's my self-care routine. I get up in the morning, um, I hop on my bike for about 20 to 30 minutes. And during that time period, I'm either listening to music or maybe I'm, I'm listening to a podcast or something else. And that kind of makes the time go by quicker. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a sauna. So I hop in my infrared sauna. And then throughout the day, um, I'm listening to music and I will do my seventh path self-hypnosis um, throughout the day as well. And I'm just trying to um, you know, eat healthy and spend some time outside in the yard or on the deck and get some sunshine. And you know, when I do that regularly, it, it's helping me feel better and kind of stay grounded and stay focused on being able to help people. So what's, uh, what's your routine, Cal? You know, I kind of have two routines, one, uh, three routines. I have my weekday workout with workout routine, I have my weekday, I'm not going to work out routine because my workout routines are very strenuous. I mean, I use free weights and I'm doing, you know, real, you know, you know, like bench presses with 200 pounds for sets and reps. And, and so the next day I need a recovery day. So I have, and then I also have weekends. My weekend schedule obviously is different. And one of the things I've learned about myself is I've kind of always gotten down on myself, you know, Cal, you should get up at six o'clock in the morning, every morning, and then do, 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 work out. And what I've found out is 
you know, I have a rhythm that works really well for me if I just acknowledge it. One is, you know, I get up, start the coffee, go do my seventh path. And then I got my coffee, I start work right then. Get on, the, get on open laptop, start going through my emails. Uh, I might even start writing an article. My brain is so fresh and ready, right? Have something to eat, maybe do some more work. And then if it's a workout day, I go do my workout. Then after my workout, I might you know, get in front of the computer, finish up some stuff as I cool down and then go shower and get ready for uh, to go into the office or do more projects. I might be doing writing an article out on my patio because uh, Maureen is at home with me too and she's doing her thing. And I'll say, I'm going to go on the patio and polish up this article. Um, so I realized that falling into a pattern that works for me and recognizing like you were talking about comparing yourself to everybody else. I was causing stress on myself because I'm thinking all these really high achievers are getting up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning. And you know what? And I'm already high achieving in my own groove. So find your groove and, mm -hmm. and then just fine tune it from there. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Cal, for sharing that. Um, and I know, you know, Cal cares so much about the hypnosis profession and he cares about all of his students and all of his grads. And so do I. And so I just want to say, I love all of you guys out there. I know this might be a difficult time, but it's also a time for us to really put all of our practices to work and show up for ourselves and be kind to ourselves. Practice that, um, you know, that radical self-acceptance. Um, show up for people and your clients. And, um, you know, I would love to hear kind of what your routine is. I know this episode will be published and Cal will post it, you know, on his website and all of the normal places on Facebook and everything. Please comment, please comment what's working for you because, you know, we can do co-creation is one of my favorite things. So let's do some really awesome things together. I'm Erica Flint and you can find me at CascadeHypnosisTraining.com. Awesome, Erica. And I got a special message for all you folks out there. I want you to know that you can choose to make this time as a time of renewal, to come out stronger, better, happier than you were before. And I want you to recognize something that I know about you. You're always lovable. There's, you're always lovable. You're created that way. No matter what they said, no matter what they did, no matter what you said, no matter what you did, you were created lovable. There's nothing wrong with you. You're everything you need to be to do everything you came into this world to do. And the stuff from the past that you can't do anything about, it's time to really start doing some aggressive forgiveness work. Forgiveness of the people that hurt you in the past that, you know, they've, they're not in your life anymore. That, that, that anger is just not actionable. You made mistakes, time to forgive yourself because you just really didn't know then what you know now. So go ahead, free yourself, give you that fresh start as you renew your life. And I wonder what you came into this life to do at the highest level, what your calling is. And as you start getting these things in, in order and recognizing how wonderful, lovable, creative you are, you have just the right intellect, just the right talents to do what you came into this life to do. And a big, big, big part of happiness is to allow yourself to have that self-acceptance so that you can begin to understand and live your calling. All right. So, I'm, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You want to know about classes and stuff? You want to know about sessions? Go to calbanion.com. In the meantime, this is Cal Banion signing off.